0: Another series loss. That's bad. Uh, Jose Barrios, I don't think you should start in the playoffs. That's my hot take. It's on Locked On Blue Jays. It's right now. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your
1: daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network,
0: your team every day. At Bonaparte, Ben Shulman with you on your wonderful Monday episode. I am so happy to be back. I feel like we haven't done this podcast in like two years. Thanks for making Lockdown Blue Jays your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get those podcasts. Shout out to those on Stitcher. Uh, Jays lose another series, this time to Cleveland. The Guardians were in town. Um, a lot of things happened this series that I didn't expect. They beat Tristan McKenzie. The lad lost his hitting streak. They lost the first game eight to freaking nothing, uh, and they lost the series. So, overall, pretty bad, besides the beating Tristan McKenzie part. Uh, I'll start with my own storyline for this series, which is it's just about do or die time, people. This is the part of the baseball season where. The good teams kick it into high gear and the bad teams begin to fall behind. The Blue Jays have had an up and down year. I mean, we're at the point of the season where we can start to look back at the year a little bit. You can't fully reflect because there's still a lot of baseball to go, but you at least have a little bit of an outline of what the story of the season was. And as of right now, for me, that's that the team just never quite hit expectations. Uh, And I'm not talking about the expectations of the commercial media, which was that the Jays are going to be the second best team in baseball. They were going to go to the world series all because they got Matt Chapman. I'm just saying, I really think that they should be better than they are. And that's not saying they're a bad team, but it is saying that they're a team that's entirely underwhelming and not exactly hitting the expectations that uh, I think fans set for them, which was compete for the first spot in the AL East, because this is a division coming into the year that you saw four teams potentially. And like and You could have gone any four ways. And obviously people didn't think the Yankees were going to be that good this season because uh, last season wasn't great for them and the offseason didn't treat them great. Um, but now they just run away with it. But I still expected the Blue Jays to keep pace and at least make it a contest. And the fact that it isn't right now is incredibly disappointing. So I hate to call them a fraud, so I don't think I'm going to do that. But I will say they did fail on, on, a, on a certain level of, I think they're a really talented team that just never quite put it together. Yeah, it
1: does feel like the sum of the whole is a little less than the parts right now. I mean, they're fine. They're nine games over 500. Like, they're a good baseball team. Uh, they're not a great baseball team. Uh, we talked about it before coming on. We had like a three-hour chat before coming on. But <laughs> um, not all thoughts will be shared. But – Uh, Yeah, I mean, early in the year, it was like, okay, the Yankees are so good. You understand it's not a race, right? Because uh, the Yankees are so good. Like, we didn't expect the Blue Jays to be as good as the Yankees were to start the year. And I still, you know, I don't want to take away from the Yankees, who even in this downturn are 29 games above 500. Like, they're definitely still uh, a formidable team. But the fact that through this Yankees struggle – the Blue Jays really haven't been able to even, you know, get into single digits, like make it get to six games back, get them a little bit scared, yeah. you know? That's how you build momentum, even if you don't win the division. Uh, like, hey, Yankees, we played better than you in the second half. That would be something to really build off of. Uh, and it just hasn't been there. Um, you know, it they want to be
0: contest.
1: Yeah. They want, they want eight in a row at one point this season. And outside of that, and I, I know it's kind of weird to take that out because they did it. But outside of that, they're a game over 500, you know?
0: Yeah, and like, sure, they won eight in a row, but then they they went on a huge losing streak. So it just kind of canceled it out. The funny thing about baseball is that it's such a long season, so you can never take one game to define anything. But at the same time, when you take a look back and you you step back and look at everything as a whole, it kind of looks like, okay, well, that segment was entirely canceled out by that one. Uh, and if they just went 500 from this point on, they would have been the division leaders and stuff like that. Um, So, and I'm not saying that it's a failure of a season or anything. And obviously, like I said, a lot of baseball to go. This is still a playoff team. And once you get to the playoffs, everybody's at 500. Everybody's zero and zero. Uh, so anything can happen. But right now, it's hard not to point to guys like Jose Barrios and guys like Yusei Kikuchi, who have hugely let this team down. Um The offense really hasn't been bad. Santiago Espinal hasn't been good. Bo Bichette's had a down year. But, you know, that's kind of saved by guys like Lourdes Gurriel, Matt Chapman, and Alejandro Kirk, who have really raised it up. So I can't really put any blame on the offense. It all lies with starting pitching, in my opinion.
1: I haven't checked recently, but I would imagine that there's still a top five runs per game offense in baseball. Um, they're just, you know, the big jump we were looking for was in the rotation and it hasn't come and we'll get more into that, uh, when we discuss Jose Barrios, but yeah, I mean, we say they're a playoff team and I do believe they are, but I think one of the disappointments is that they really like numerically have not cemented that at all. You know, they're what two games safe right now in the playoffs, something like that. That's not safe at all. Like you're a big injury or a big slide away from not making the playoffs. And that would be, unacceptable um I'll get to my storyline which is less serious than yours um I kind of have two my my storyline and then my serious storyline but my first one uh is you won the Mitch White game (laughs) of all the you had Barrios Mitch White and Kevin Gosman as your three starters against three really good starters on the other side like you were facing someone tough no matter what I, I feel good about my scary pick of Tristan McKenzie he went six innings and gave up one run like he was good but somehow uh, you won the Mitch White versus Tristan McKenzie rather than Barrios Quantrill uh, or Gosman Bieber. Bieber's uh, an animal, but uh, that's funny. And then my kind of serious one, with that pitching lineup that the Guardians threw out there, kind of playoff series-esque. I mean, they had their top three guys. Yes, the Blue Jays didn't have their top three because Manoa, in theory, would be there. But going into the series, you probably would have pegged Gosman Manoa Barrios as your top three and I'm calling it playoff wise because Manoa would have fit into white spot and they won that game anyway and this didn't really work out so uh you know that's not a great sign going forward you need to be able to beat great starting pitching and you need to be able to have your starting pitchers uh pitch well in the clutch I mean I I know Barrios was bad. Like, I don't want to give a full pass to Gosman here either. He's had a great year, but he did not have a good start. Uh, we're doing this the day of his game. He, he was not good. He, he frankly wasn't. Um, and, you know, I I don't want to say he didn't give them a chance to win, but he kind of didn't. Like, he's really toeing the line, uh, giving up five runs. So, that is uh, my storyline. It's not an awesome series, but we should give our MVPs. Who do you got?
0: MVP for me was – The new pitchers. Um, You talked about Mitch White, him, Zach Pop, uh, Anthony Bass combined to really win that game against Tristan McKenzie sticks, who, like I said in our last pod, I think he's probably my favorite player outside of my favorite team. If I was going to get anybody's jersey, it would probably be his. He's so cool. Um, I I love the way he throws the ball because like he's not a high velocity guy, but he'll kill you with his off speed stuff and like. His curveball. Like, I just love a good 12 to 6. So, Tristan McKenzie's my guy. That's also got a great changeup. Uh, but they beat him. He goes six and two thirds, two runs. Uh, but Mitch White, four and two thirds, one earned. Zach Pop comes in to save him. He gets up a hit, no runs. Adam Simber comes in after him, who's not new. But then Anthony Bass comes in, he gets the win. He goes in, the inning, no runs, no hits, no walks. Uh, so, the new guys, they won a game that on paper they really shouldn't have. And I think that should be uh, something Jay's fans are happy about. Do I think that it's enough to push them to a point that I'm entirely confident in the entire starting rotation? Absolutely not, but you got to take those wins when you get them.
1: Yeah, and I do feel more confident about the bullpen. Um, I don't want to react too much to one game, but you know, I think Bass and Pop are, are slowly but surely proving that they can be trusted in quality innings. Um, and if you have two more guys that can take quality innings, sure, they might not be your eighth inning guy um but if you have two guys who can take quality innings that you didn't have before your bullpen's a lot better so i like that i apologize (laughs) to the people for grossly misquoting the tristan mckenzie line uh six and two thirds 200 runs makes sense my mvp the guy who homered off tristan mckenzie to really turn the game Uh, he didn't have an awesome all-around series but they don't win a game if not for tay oscar hernandez so uh his solo shot shouts to matt chapman too who had another homer and is tied with Vladdy for the team lead in homers. That's pretty crazy. Um, wow. Pretty good year for Matt Chapman. He's um, kind of nuts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've talked about like Matt Chapman swings for home runs more than Vladdy does. Absolutely. Um, but Vladdy's just got so much power, even when he doesn't try to hit homers, that it is pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I got Tay Oscar. He's been very clutch. Um, I think. There are, you know, we could count on both hands probably the number of big hits and especially big home runs that Teo has come up with this year. Uh, he continues to, you know, rebuild off that poor start. So he is my guy. Uh, and I will say, you know, I was in Cleveland this week uh, and I just got off a bus, which is why I'm misquoting Tristan McKenzie lines. Bless you bones. Um, you but um, that was for everyone on video. But um, – you know, the Guardians, I will say, well, I don't want to give them a pass because it's if they had beat the Orioles in a series and lost to the Guardians, it would be easier to give them a pass. The Guardians are a pretty good team. Like, they are sneaky, talented. When you go look at the lineup and you see how many guys hit for good contact and then the Blue Jays got their best three pitchers. I mean, Quantrill is gross and he clearly likes pitching back home in Canada. He's had two really good starts in his career at home uh sticks we've talked about and Shane Bieber uh, you know year in year out has a bid to be one of the best if not the best in the American League so their pitching is gross um if this you know I'm I feel worse about losing two out of two to the Orioles than losing two out of three to the Guardians but the accumulation uh is not fun so let's talk about Jose Barrios after you uh pay some bills
0: yes we are going to talk about Jose Barrios should he be a playoff starter I say no Uh, But we'll get there. Okay. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. And LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster, as you know, every week. Nearly 40 million people and job seekers visit LinkedIn. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash MLB. That's LinkedIn.com slash MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Pow.
1: Um, so the playoffs. I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but both of us do believe that the Blue Jays will be a playoff team. And I think the, you know, playoff rotations for the most part are three-pitcher rotations. You do use a fourth sometimes. Um, game one and game two are ironed out easy. Whatever order you want to put them in, I, I think they go Gosman, then Manoa. Uh, I know so, Manoa's technically having a better year, but
0: i has got the, the veteran. Yeah,
1: yeah Gosman's got the experience. He's pitched in the playoffs. Uh, so I, I think Gosman starts game one. Manoa starts game two. The question is who starts game three. And the big reason we bring this up, obviously uh, is Jose Barrios is up and downs. If you don't know in the last two starts after uh, honestly a pretty phenomenal July, like let me get the July numbers for Barrios in July, he made six starts to an even three ERA and 36 innings pitched, struck out 42 and walked seven. That's a six to one strikeout to walk ratio. But I thought we were past this and we're not. The wheels have fallen off once again in August uh, against the twins, three and two thirds, five earned runs. uh, And then against Cleveland in this series, four innings, eight earned runs, like just taking the team out of the game. And the question is, although I know you've already answered it, so I guess you'll just get your, get your explanation now. Uh, Who do you want to start
0: game three and why? Well, I think it's got to be strip, Like, I think it has to be strip, because he's been pretty consistent all year long. And I don't mean to harp on the Brio stats, but it's, I mean, it's really tough to defend this guy uh, because I mean, he leads the AL and earned runs and home runs allowed. Like, it's not like he's done well. And if you want to sit there and be like, okay, that's fine. But you know, he's still a great strikeout guy on paper. Sure. But, He's got 108 strikeouts in 122 innings. Like, that's not that good for a strikeout guy. I'd argue that's not even good at all for a strikeout guy. Um, He just – he's had such a bad season this year that is so uncharacteristic. Maybe it's because he signed a big contract, and now he knows that the pressure isn't on. Um, But I I don't want to analyze him or anything. Or the
1: pressure is on, you know. Like, for some guys – the big contract comes and I know you're sure. like financially set, but you do feel, but now there's expectations. To, yeah. You feel the weight of like, okay, this organization has committed a lot to me. I need to go out yeah. there and perform at even a higher level than maybe I was before.
0: Yeah. And um I think there's definitely merit to that. Uh, we also talk about a lot, how he's never in a full season has never had an ERA above four. I will say this season alone has brought his career ERA to a 4.23. So he was sitting mid-3s
1: a lot. He was sitting mid I was
0: I'm going to say like I think it says two things. One shows you how bad this year is, a 5.61. I mean that's terrible. And then two shows you like that's true, that's, that holds up, but it was never like he had a 2.6 ERA or anything like the lowest ERA he's ever had was a 3.52 and that was last year and with the Jays last year it was a 3.58 um so the guy gives up runs he's used to that he just usually gets a lot guy a lot more guys out than he's used to this year um i just don't see how i mean we can, we play the confidence game with the bullpen a lot when you're talking about the playoffs you want a guy on the mound that you're confident in Uh, And you know we won't get beat. I can't say I'm confident in Jose Barrios. I can't say that any team he plays won't beat him. So I just don't really see how you could possibly back him. Like, I I don't really see what the point is. Like, who brings up the point of saying, okay, yeah, but what about this? What about it? The guy's not good. Put Ross Stripling in there. Make it a three-man rotation. I don't care. You say Kukuchi's not doing you any favors either. So
1: I agree with you almost entirely. Um, I do want Ross Stripling to start game three. I want to say that on the outset. Um, But we are getting in some macro conversations about Jose Barrios as well. Uh, Ross Stripling has just been the better pitcher this year. Um, And especially with the length Manoa could provide you in a game two, because he's a straight, like, six innings or bust kind of guy. Uh, I'm not worried necessarily about Strip only being, like, a five-inning guy potentially uh, in game three of the series, because I think your bullpen more than likely is rested after a Manoa start. Uh, and in the playoffs, you kind of just sell out your bullpen and pitch them as much as possible. What I will say for Jose this year, I have—I don't want to say give it up. This year, I have somewhat—I um, guess—given up the word. I don't know. This year, I have cast away the expectation that Jose Barrios is going to be a dominant pitcher. I have not cast away that opinion for the next six years of. No, his I agree with you there. Yeah. Like, take Francisco Lindor. It's impossible. Francisco Lindor had a horrible year last year. Like, so much worse than his entire career. The year he signed a contract and moved to a bigger market. I know people don't always think of Toronto as a big market. It's a heck of a lot bigger than Minnesota. It's a whole country, you know? Yeah. So, it's a and he's always been like, wow, this guy's pitching great for the rookie contract, you know? And now it was like, here's the big deal. Um, and and you got to pitch great for everyone. So uh, I'm not out on Barrios, but at this point in time, while he had his good has been really good, like he's had some crazy starts this year. His bad is bad enough that when he's bad, he takes you out of a game. Like he just legitimately takes you out of a game, and I don't think you can afford that in the playoffs. If you really need a fourth starter, he can start your game four. I'd be more okay with that. Uh, provided you're not down like three nothing. Um, but in terms of a uh, you know and and not the opening series because the opening series is two out of three now. But like if the Blue Jays make the DS, I don't see any reason for him to start. It's weird no, though. He, obviously too because you're
0: gonna you're gonna also be playing either the Yankees or the Astros, who both have insane lineups when healthy. So you can't yeah. really you can't afford to the throw Yankees a guy out there. The what? I'm a little out on the Yankees lineup. I'm Not saying too. one healthy. One healthy. Yeah. yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, whatever. Can I give you uh, a I was gonna say, Sure. Sorry, go you, ahead.
1: Do you want to go? You got a point. You got a
0: serious point. Okay. I, I was just going to say, you can't afford to throw Barrios out there against a lineup that you know is probably going to put up at least five runs uh, against a mediocre pitcher, and you he's a guy who you know he's going to give up a couple of runs regardless. Like, he's almost never throwing you a shutout.
1: Yeah, I I just closed his game logs, but I don't remember a shutout performance from him this year. Um, here's my trivia for you, though. And I, am, I have also uh, been on the side of Ross. How many playoff starts do you think Ross Stripling has in his career? He pitched with the Ooh, Dodgers for a while.
0: They were always in the playoffs. Huh. I feel like he definitely has, like, one – uh, but he was a reliever for them, like, and they always had a stacked rotation. Whether it was like Urias or how long was he a Dodger? Can I get that piece of information?
1: Yes, it it will take one baseball reference click, but give me one second here. My Wi-Fi okay. pretty solid. He was a Dodger. Yeah. Um, he was traded in mid 2020, so don't count the 2020 playoffs. But he was legitimately a Dodger from 2016 to 2019. 2016 was his first year, but in the regular season he pitched in 22 games and started 14. So he was legitimately a Dodger from 16 to 19, in which I believe they made the playoffs every single year.
0: I think he's got two playoff starts. He has zero playoff
1: starts in his career. Oh. Has never started a game. So I I I, I was do- hoping there was like a long series where they yeah like, what do we do we gotta throw Ross out there. Yeah, like, I, too, believe he should be the starter. But it is an interesting thing that while he's a veteran, he's never started a playoff game. Barrios has started playoff games. Admittedly, the Minnesota Twins have been brutal in the playoffs, Barrios or not, for the last almost 20 years. Um, And starting him against the Yankees feels like, you know, dangling a fish right in front of a shark. But um, it's, you know, it's. It is there. Uh, Ross has never started a playoff game. So if he did start one this year, which I do think he has a really good chance of doing, it would be his first ever playoff start.
0: One shutout this year, by the way. May 17th at How home many in Seattle. He went seven. Strikeouts? Four. Hmm. Interesting. Six hits, two walks.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's just the, the ceiling is so high but the floor is so low this year. Yeah. And it's and honestly, he's been the opposite of that for most of his career. Most of his career it was like, for YouTube listeners, you're seeing it, and for our audio listeners, my hands are very close. Here's the floor, and here's the ceiling. Like he's gonna be this good. And for most of, the, of his career, it was like, Hey, he'll give up two runs, but he'll go six innings and strike out a bunch, you know. And yeah. and this year it's been the exact opposite, and it's weird to find out why. But yeah, I think we both want Ross. Um, I don't want to be too reactionary to these bad starts, but at the same time, it's, you know. Like I mean you said, like,
0: we, it's been 110 games. Yeah, like he's, he's started how many games so far this year? Uh, Must be north of 20. 22, like yeah, 23? Like, come on.
1: And, and we were fast. honestly like, w- we can call ourselves hypocrites if people want to, like, come at us. We were. I was ready to turn the page with the July that he had. He had a good July. He didn't have a single yeah. blow-up in
0: July. Yeah, him and Kikuchi both had months where it was like, are they back? It was May for Kikuchi. I hold him at a higher standard than Kikuchi, to be fair. I'm just saying. He's, he's better as well. He's, he's, better, he than is he's better. better than he's better. I'm not saying he's they're better. the same. I'm just saying they both had those moments where you're like, okay, are they back? And then they, they're both yeah. like, nah,
1: um let's pay some more bills um and then we're going to preview another o's series o's lost a series but they've kind of had the blue jays number do they have it again we'll find out but first uh if you want to get a little more skin in the game you should go to betonline.net the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs find all your favorite sports and events at the number one source for odds lines and games find reviews and news of every league Including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Which tour? Go on Bet Online to find out. Bet Online continues to be the top online source for all your sports wagering information from live in game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts. I think I just angered some golf fans. <laughs> um, Cause I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't bet on baseball because I'm actually not allowed to. Um, but I definitely don't bet on golf. So I don't know. I go to the bet online. Anti
0: golf guy I've ever met. I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was a. This is such an aside to our <laughs> actual podcast. We don't have time for an aside, but I'm well, here for there's, it. Oh, which comedian, George Carlin, um, the goat, had a whole bit about golf. And just how stupid it is. Like, such a waste <laughs> of land. And no one's good at it. Almost all the professionals shoot over par. Maybe we should move par, you know? Like, why am I going out there when Dustin Johnson, live tour, uh, <laughs> shoots over par? Then how am I supposed to? Uh, yeah, like, Showman's Golf to is walk. not. And everyone I know who golfs, to be fair, not to sell out everyone I know who golfs. But, like, I get it but they don't golf for golf they just golf to like be in a field and drink <laughs> you know <laughs> like <laughs> that's, it, that's why they golf <laughs> um all right let's get, let's move on all my friends are available right. <laughs> it's
0: time to do some scaries and hype trains the o's be in town um which is not exciting as you might remember uh Rugnet odor just a walk-off homer. I mean, or to go-ahead, whatever it was. It was brutal. Uh, Jimmy Garcia blew that one. Um, they've kind of had the number of the Jays all year long. Ryan Mountcastle, Austin Hayes, did it back in, what, July, June? What, what month was that? I mean, Ryan uh, Mountcastle's done it all year, but I'm I'm
1: going back to get the overall record. Uh, it was a four-game set in June. Um, yeah, so the Blue Jays are 2-4 and four against the Orioles this year. I mean, the good news that record is – There are so many games to go, but at the same time, like two and four. How about four and two? That would be nice.
0: I'm going to start on the positive end and give you my hype train because I'm trying to bring some hype to the Blue Jays. I'm going to go Alec Manoa here. Um, I'm going Alec Manoa because, first of all, he's the best pitcher on the roster. But second of all, because his last start was against the Blue Jays in Baltimore. He went five innings, gave up eight hits, three earned, one walk, five Ks. Not a good start by Manoa's standard. Not a bad start, but not a good one by his standards. He wants to go deeper in a ball game. He wants to get the win. He didn't get the win. They lost that game 6-5, like I mentioned. Uh, I think he's got a vengeance. He knows that the Orioles are nothing to screw around with, and he's going to go out there, and he's going to put them in the ground.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think you get too many. Like, How many times this year has Alec Manoa not been full Alec Manoa two starts in a row? to be honest, like he's yeah. just, he's too good. Um, so I like that pick. I'm going to, I'm going to bring a little Pacino into this. I'm going, uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross stripling, uh, for my pick. God, it's a good movie. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Ross returning, uh, I'm excited to see it. Uh, I, I don't remember the numbers, but I believe he pitched well in AAA. I don't really care about that to be honest. Um, but in general, He's been nails. Uh, and I think he somewhat benefits from the fact that they didn't see him last series. I have to rack my brain to remember if he was even a starter when they took on Baltimore in June. Uh, I'm looking right now at his game locks to see if he did get a June start against the O's. He didn't. Uh, he has not pitched against the Orioles this year. And usually I lean that the pitcher is at the advantage if you haven't seen them. So curious, I like, by
0: the way. His minor league start five innings, no earned three hits, three Ks, Nails.
1: Nails chicken spru. Um, yeah, I, I think you know the O's haven't seen him. He's pitched well all year. Um, and he's just sure. Like, do I think he's gonna go like seven innings? No, but I think he can give you a five with one earned run or something like that. So I got Ross.
0: Cool. Uh I'm gonna go uh for my scary, which is Anthony Santander, switch hitter. Two games against the Jays this year only, so he hasn't played every game. Hopefully, he plays, and I don't get a, a Daz Cameron Schulman situation over here. Um, yeah, he I want to. Ch- if he's only played two, I mean, they did have a four game set in Toronto earlier, and that but he's make- played well. That's the point. He's got a homer against him in four hits and six abs. The man tears the cover off the ball. So if he is on the field, look out for him because he's pretty darn good.
1: My scary is so obvious. Uh, I can't. I can't abandon him now. But um, my scary is is Ryan Mountcastle. Do you need me to explain? Would you like me to explain? I don't need you to, but I think the people do. Okay. Ryan Mountcastle has played six games against the Blue Jays this year. By the way, his career numbers against the Blue Jays fantastic, but they're even better this year. In six games against the Blue Jays this year, he has twelve hits. Eight extra base hits, four doubles, four homers, 10 RBIs. He's batting 480 against the Blue Jays with a 1.620 OPS in six games. He is outrageous. He has been a Blue Jay killer in his whole career. I believe he had a three-homer game against the Blue Jays last year. I don't remember. But even coming into this year, and I have to stick with him because he's my best scary pick I ever had in the four-game set when he hit multiple homers. I can't. I know the people want to be educated, but the man you need to be afraid of is Ryan Mountcastle. And if that's obvious, great. It's also obvious that in 2013, Miguel Cabrera was a great hitter. You still had to worry about him. Ryan Mountcastle is the Miguel Cabrera of all hitters against the Blue Jays in 2022. He is nasty. He's like Barry Bonds. (laughs) His OBP is above 500. He's hit four homers in six games. He's like Glaber to the Orioles, except he's an Oriole and he's doing it to the Jays. It's outrageous.
0: Outrageous it is. You know what else is outrageous? Paul Francis Sullivan. Paul Francis Sullivan. (laughs) Thank you for making Locked On Blue Jays your first listen today. Go make your second listen The Locked On MLB podcast with MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan. He's outrageous, folks. He brings humor, passion, and a unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Lockdown MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back tomorrow, and we will see you then.